What's up, mortals? This is Awesome Myths and Monsters, here to learn you a thing or two. It's October, so I'm doing monster things for the episodes this month, because, you know, Halloween and whatnot. In this episode, I'll be talking about two famous cryptids in American folklore, the Jersey Devil and the Mothman, as well as a few bonus at the end. Now, the Jersey Devil is usually, usually described as a winged bipedal creature with a goat's head and hooves and small arms with clawed hands. Sightings have been centered around the Pine Barrens of southern Jersey. Story goes that Mother Leeds, in 1735, had already had 12 children, at which point you just shouldn't have sex anymore. 12 kids sounds like a nightmare. But it gets even worse because she finds out she's pregnant with her 13th child. She's pissed and just cursing everyone in sight, cursing herself for having another one, cursing her husband's incredibly potent balls and inability to pull out, even cursing the new baby for ruining her life because she had her shit together with the first 12. She's like, oh, this kid is going to be the fucking devil. It's going to ruin me. So she goes into labor on a real stormy night, and the kid is coming. I'm surprised that after 12 others, the baby didn't just walk out twirling a cane. Seriously, it must have been like a slip and slide down there. So she pops this one out, and it's normal at first. It doesn't take long before the thing starts shifting into a horrible baby monster. Horns grow out of its head, its feet turn into hooves, its face turns into a goat face, wings and a tail sprout out of its back. It starts screaming, probably because it realizes it's in New Jersey and then whips its tail at anyone that tries to catch it. The little goat demon baby thing flies out of the chimney and off into the woods. Condemned to be a horrible monster freak, and far worse, to be from Jersey. The local clergy tried to exorcise it from the area, but they failed miserably. Some versions state that Mother Leeds was a witch and the baby's father was the devil himself. Prior to the 1900s, the Jersey devil was actually known as the Leeds devil, or the devil of Leeds being associated with the Leeds family and the town of Leeds Point. Some think Mother Leeds was Deborah Leeds as her husband, Jaffet Leeds, left provisions for his 12 children in his will in 1736. Of course, he left out the horrible monster child, which was probably the devil's kid anyway. Also, how many other people have 12 kids? Like, that's an insane amount. Some believe Mother Leeds was Jane Leeds, who was married to Danny Leeds. And the two of them together had like nine kids, which is still too, too fucking many Leeds. Daniel Leeds was a rival almanac publisher to Benjamin Franklin. It could have been the cutthroat world of almanac publishing that earned Daniel Leeds the title of Devil Leeds because that's how you besmirch a rival almanac publisher. Now, Daniel Leeds was born and raised a Quaker, but in his almanac, he included astrological symbols and writings. The local Quakers deemed this astrology to be too blasphemous and censored and burned the almanacs. What a violent reaction from people known for their oatmeal. Daniel Leeds didn't take this sitting down. Instead, he just included more astrology, which made his almanacs even more pagan, and thus more blasphemous. Then he got super into the occult and, like, Christian mysticism, whatever that is. He converted some other form of Christianity shortly after. Quakers still hated his stuff, so Leeds just published anti-Quaker stuff, too. Which is just great. Like, Leeds doesn't give a fuck. Leeds was deemed evil for believing a slightly different version of the same bullshit. Eventually, Titan Leeds, which is an awesome name, took over his father's almanac business and continued to publish it with all the astrology. He competed with Ben Franklin's Poor Richard's Almanac. As a joke, Franklin used astrology in his own almanac, predicting the death of Titan Leeds in October. Titan Leeds was really pissed off at this. He publicly called Ben Franklin a fool and a liar, which is some pretty bold hypocrisy for someone into astrology. Like, hey man, only my bullshit predictions are true, but your bullshit predictions are bullshit then 
Ben Franklin mocked Leeds for being so angry and joked that his prediction had been right. Leeds had, in fact, died, and I was writing his almanac as a ghost. Ben Franklin don't give a fuck. He obviously thinks this is hilarious, but Titan Leeds just get more and more pissed, which I assume only made Ben Franklin laugh harder. Like, I don't care about the opinions of a ghost. What a loser. Who's going to take a ghost seriously? He continues to refer to Titan as a ghost, even after Titan's death, because he really just doesn't give a fuck. Respecting the dead is for losers. There have been a ton of sightings of this thing over the last 200 years. Commodore Stephen de Couture saw it while he was inspecting his cannonballs and decided to fire a cannon at it. Didn't hit the creature. Probably hit someone behind it, though. I think he just wanted an excuse to shoot the cannons. I would. Then you have Joseph Bonaparte, the older brother of Napoleon. How do you name your first kid Joe, and then the next one is named Napoleon? Like, what's the reasoning there? Can you imagine if Jesus of Nazareth had an older brother, Jeff? Well, good old Joey B saw it while he was hunting in his Bordentown estate, and he tried to shoot at it too. There were a bunch of livestock killings blamed on the creature. Then you got a random screaming in the forest. In the 1900s, hundreds of alleged sightings were printed in newspapers. It's even rumored that the Philadelphia Zoo put out a $10,000 reward for the creature. A circus owner then one up that and put out a $100,000 reward for the creature. And this was after the authorities came out and said the whole thing was a hoax. People went bonkers for this thing. And now its legacy is a shitty PlayStation 1 game and the only professional sports team willing to be associated with New Jersey. So, if you think South Jersey is bad, just wait, because now we're heading into West Virginia. This is where the alleged sightings of the Mothman take place. This thing is described as a big gray man-looking thing with huge wings and glowing red eyes. It was first described by a gravedigger working late in the graveyard when a large brown human with wings flew over. Then it was seen by Roger and Linda Scarberry and Stephen Mary Mallet in 1966 in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. They described it as a large gray flying man with a 10-foot wingspan and eyes that lit up when the headlights shone on it. They claimed that it could fly near 100 miles an hour and chased after their car, which meant they were fucking flying down the road. After these reports came out, several more people came forward to claim that they had seen the creature too. Some firemen said they saw a giant bird with red eyes. One guy even blamed his broken television and missing German Shepherd on the thing. A year later, in December 1967, the Silver Bridge collapsed. Now, the bridge was built in the 20s, where cars only weighed about 1,500 pounds, and in the 60s, they were almost triple that. So the original engineers didn't account for all this extra weight and, like, technology, and there wasn't any safety measures in place in case one part of the bridge failed. So when one of the bars at the top of the bridge snapped... The rest of the bridge collapsed with it, which killed 46 people. For whatever stupid reason, the people of the town connected the two events, the mysterious Mothman sightings and the bridge collapsing. People said that they saw the Mothman standing on the bridge just a few days before. Author John Keel conflated the two in his book, The Mothman Prophecies, because he said that what the people were actually seeing was a premonition of the bridge collapsing. Because when I see a giant winged man with glowing red eyes. That's immediately what I think. Oh, a bridge is going to collapse soon. Oh, and also he threw in aliens and UFOs for good measure, because why the fuck not? He talked about his experience with ultra-terrestrials, which is a higher level than extraterrestrials, because he's special. You know how, like, supranatural is a whole higher level than supernatural. Same thing. He was also real obsessed with the men in black. Now, I have no idea why the people referred to this thing as the Mothman, it was a man described to have bird-like wings. Where do you get moth from? 
Also, why does it shy away from lights when moths love that shit? Lights are like crack to them. It would be a lot scarier if it was a mothman because it would smash its stupid head against your window. One newspaper tried to rename it the Mason Bird Monster, but everyone else was like, no, that's stupid. We're calling it the Mothman, you assholes. Now, there have been several explanations for the Mothman sightings, mostly birds. The Sandhill Crane is nearly the height of a man and has a seven-foot wingspan with circles of red coloring around the eyes. This seems pretty open and shut. Another explanation for the glowing red eyes is owls, because apparently when you shine a bright light in the eyes of an owl, they look bright red because of science or something. And you know what's really common in the area? Barn owls. So when people saw these mysterious winged creatures, for whatever reason, they didn't think birds. You know, the winged creatures that are fucking everywhere. People saw birds outside. It was shocking, apparently. So now there's a 12-foot statue of the Mothman in the town of Point Pleasant. They hold a big Mothman festival as well as run a Mothman museum. Residents of the town claim that Point Pleasant has more to offer than just Mothman, but I don't fucking believe them. There was also a movie made in the early 2000s that scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. As late as 2017, there were Mothman sightings in Chicago, of all places. Though if it wasn't Chicago, I'm sure it's dead now. 3,200 people have been shot in Chicago this year alone. Like, there's no way a Birdman is not going to find themselves full of bullets. Some other American cryptids to throw in at a, at a, as a bonus at the end of this episode because they don't have enough info to make a full episode about them. Going back to South Jersey, you have the Black Doctor. Now, if you've met people in South Jersey with their Trump signs and Confederate flags, you'd know that a Black Doctor would, in fact, scare the shit out of them. But this is said to be the ghost of James Still, who was not allowed to practice medicine because of his race. He was African-American. He ventured out and studied it anyway in the Pine Barrens. Uh, it's mixed as to whether or not he was a local hero, but uh, it's known that his ghost is supposed to come and help wounded travelers. Then you have the Pope Lick Monster, which is not named for its pension of licking popes, though I really wish that, it's, that that existed. It's a goat man from Pope Lick Creek, which is not a creek named for where popes were licked. You have Altamahaha, is a large snake in the river in Georgia. There's nothing really interesting about it. I just like saying the name Altamahaha. And then you have the swamp apes of Florida, which could just as easily describe the people in Florida. That's it for the episode. Hope you enjoyed. Like and subscribe and whatnot. Check out my Twitter at MythOTD.